Vegetarian Zen, episode number 47. And there ain't no cure for the summertime blues. Except for fresh fruits and veggies. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And guess what, Larissa? What? Summer is almost here. Yes. Well, okay. I, I don't like the heat, but yay for veggies. Yeah, that South Texas heat is a killer. Yes. But in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be discussing fruits and vegetables that we can get fresh throughout the season. Well, that helps make it better. Yes, absolutely. Good. Okay, but first we're gonna we have a few new updates, right? Yes, what we do. Uh, we want to start a new little segment at the beginning of our show. Now you know how we, whenever we have a new rating on iTunes, we always make sure we read that review, right? right. Uh, because we like to thank our reviewers. Well, we also want to do that with our community on social media. Because you guys are so important to us and helping us keep motivated and uh, wanting to put out fresh new things and help you guys and you help us as well. So we just wanted to kind of give back and say thanks a little bit. Yeah. And by social media, you're talking about primarily Facebook and Twitter. Right. So what we'd like to start doing each week is to highlight a comment that was left for us on our one of our Facebook posts. Yeah. And it doesn't have to necessarily be from that week. It might no. just be one that stands out. Right, right. Because we do have a lot of good ones. And so our first one is uh, there was a post that Vicky put up on Facebook. And I, I think it might have been a couple weeks ago now. Mm -hmm. But it was a picture of Willie Nelson with a quote. And Willie Nelson said, our food system belongs in the hands of many many family farmers not under the control of a handful of corporations amen willie amen that is so true and our um frequent commenter marilyn corrado agrees with that and here's what marilyn said and molly agrees with it too because she's barking in the background if you can hear her molly says hi yes molly says hi and way to go marilyn but so here's what marilyn commented on that post she said so true, but it's so unfortunate there are not many local farmers in my area to buy from. I do, in the summertime, get all my fruit and veggies from local farmers. Wish they were available all year. And, you know, for us, we're fortunate to live in a place where we do have farmer's markets year-round. And so, you know, we have a variety all year round. And, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that we have that. But it's really kind of sad to realize that not everybody has that. Yeah. And we are very fortunate in that sense that it's gotten bigger. Remember, it used to be uh, quite small. Well, the right. primary one we go to, right. it's one of the bigger ones. But there are even smaller ones popping up as well. Right. Yes. Yeah. Now in San Antonio, there is a far at least one farmer's market every weekday and then on the weekends as well. So right. anyway, thank you, Marilyn for Thank uh, you. commenting and if you'd like to hear your comment right on here um, we'll be picking one every week from Facebook so um, make sure you if you see something you like uh, leave us a comment and let us know we'd love to give you a shout out yeah all right so next we wanted to give a shout out to a few of our 
high engage, highly engaged Twitter followers. Uh, first is Eat Yoga, which is at Eat Yoga. Thank you so much for being a follower. Also, Local Farming, at Local Farming. And then I could not forget Jack's Vegetarian, which is at J-A-X, like xylophone, Vegetarian. Those are some of our repeatedly highly engaged Twitter followers. So thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate it. Right. Yeah. Thanks a lot. All right. So are we ready to dive into the main topic? Oh, we did want to talk about one thing, right? We do have one more thing. And we'll probably mention this in upcoming uh, podcast up until we actually do this. Because we're too excited about it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We are so excited. We are taking our first ever trip to New York City. Yay. Yay. Now, well, now I went there apparently from what my dad says when I was really little, but I don't, I don't remember. Uh, but we're making our very first trip. We'll be there for six days and this will be uh, June 26th through July 2nd. So while we're there, if you are a listener or if you, you know, read our, our blog, if you're in the New York City area and you'd like to get together for a fresh juice or a coffee, high tea or high tea, I don't um, think I've ever had high tea. I don't believe I have. I don't think I ever had tea parties when I was little either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you'd like to get together and uh, you'll be free around that that time that we'll be there, let us know. We would love to meet some of our listeners. So That's if, awesome. Yeah. So if you're in the area in New York City, um, get in touch with us on Facebook or leave us a message on our on our page. So we're also going to see our first Broadway show. Yes. Obviously, it's our first one since we're this is our first trip right. to New York. But this is amazing. <laughs> Yay. So Yay. All right. Let's are we ready now to dive into our main topic? Now we are. Let's dive. OK, so we're going to be talking about fruits and vegetables that are in season this summer. Now we have to say that we're talking about North America here, obviously in different countries and even different areas of North America, uh, fruits and vegetables are in season during different times of the year. Right. And that depends on climate and, you know, just the soil and what grows in different places. Right. So so because we're here, uh, you know, to, to talk about every, to talk about every region everywhere would be like a big old encyclopedia volume. All right, so these are just a few of the amazing and healthy summer fruits and vegetables that you will be able to find. Uh, You know, of course, we can't mention all of them, but if you look on the show notes for this episode, I will have some resources there that will have more comprehensive guides for more than what we have time to talk about here today. Yeah. All right, so let's do a little bit of a glossary here of terms, so that way we don't have to keep repeating some of these benefits, nutritional benefits, because they're common in multiple fruits and vegetables, right? Right, right. Now, we've talked about these before. There are a couple different types of plant pigments that have lots of different benefits for us when we eat them. Flavonoids and carotenoids are two different classes of plant pigment. You will be tested on this later. Yes, you will. So (laughs) take notes and then study. (laughs) So uh, some common flavonoids are, and now these are things that we've talked about before as well, quercetin, rutin, hesperidin, and of course there are many more. And then carotenoids include beta carotene, lutein, lycopene, and lots of others. Okay, so... What these plant pigments do is, they've, well, they've got several functions. So they serve as antioxidants. And what antioxidants do is help protect our cells against damage f- 
from free radicals and other harmful things that we take into our bodies. So that can help uh, protect against cancer and help prevent that and also other things that can damage our cells. Certain plant pigments also help boost the effectiveness of of vitamin C and also vitamin A. Now, beta carotene is actually a carotenoid that changes into vitamin A when it comes into our body. So our body actually takes beta carotene and synthesizes it into vitamin A, which is, of course, helpful um, to keep your eyes healthy. And then also certain plant pigments can help control inflammation and sometimes will act as antibiotics. All right, let's, so let's get into the fruits and veggies. Okay, what's the first one? The first one we're going to talk about is peaches. Peachy. Those are amazing here in Texas, mm-hmm. particularly up north. Uh, where is it? New Braunfels that they... North of, yeah, north of us. A little bit north of San Antonio. Up in the hill country, Fredericksburg. Yeah, Fredericksburg. Freder- that's Fredericksburg right. Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg peaches. peaches. If you're from around here, you know about Fredericksburg peaches. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yes, very good. Yes. They are very high in vitamin C, potassium, and fiber. And they also contain the antioxidant beta carotene. Beta carotene. Right. And that's what we just mentioned about uh, converting into vitamin A and helping with eyesight and, and other things. Yeah. Now, so let's talk about picking peaches. Okay. The important thing to remember about peaches is once they're picked off the tree, they don't get any sweeter. So you don't want to pick underripe fruit or you don't want to buy it. If you go to a farmer's market, you want to make sure that it's it's ripe. Yep. The sweetness is like frozen right there. Right, yeah. right. Exactly. I mean, the, the peach will continue to ripen and get softer and mushier and, you know, no good if it sits long enough, but it's not going to change in sweetness. So when you look at, at peaches, you want ones that feel heavy for their size, and that kind of indicates that they're really juicy and ripe, um, and that they give just a little bit when pushed. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be able to, like, jam your entire finger through the peach. But you want it to just give a little bit underneath the um, skin. And then try to avoid the ones that have, if near the stem, if it's still green, that's just not ripe enough. So stay away from those. Okay, so peaches are in season, typically late June through early September, but we're already starting to see some mm-hmm. pop up. Right, some of the early ones. And it depends on the weather and, you know, how the weather's been for the past season. Yeah as to, to when you'll get them. So uh, a peach is a stone fruit because it contains a pit. And some other stone fruits that are available to enjoy fresh in summer months are apricots, cherries, nectarines, plums. And then here's one that I didn't even know it existed until a couple of years ago I saw one. And that is a pluot. I've never seen a pluot. What is that? It is exactly what it sounds like, actually. It's a cross between a plum and an apricot, which probably means that you wouldn't like it. No, plums are a little too tart for me. Right. But apricots I like. Yeah. And apricots, uh, we both like them dried. Dried, yeah. I Very really good. like dried apricots. Okay, so let's talk now about my favorite fruit, all-time mm-hmm. favorite fruit, the avocado. And avocado's a fruit, you say? Yeah. Yes, I say. <laughs> Mr. It is Science. A fruit. <laughs> <laughs> because it has a pit, right? That's absolutely right. Cool. And... This fruit is a great source of monounsaturated fats. So you might recall a few podcasts back, we talked about healthy fat sources for vegans and vegetarians, and this was one that we mentioned. In fact, it was our recipe of the week. We mm-hmm. made that into my favorite guacamole. Right, right. So this is a good, I mean, of course, as with any 
fat. You don't want to have too much of it. I know. And the but thing is, the- they're so high in calories, too. <laughs> it kind of stinks. But right. anyways, it's my favorite. But it's better for you than trans fats and all that stuff. Yeah. And here's something I didn't know. There are more than 10 varieties of avocados. I didn't I'm know only familiar either. with maybe a couple. Yeah. I didn't realize there were that many. Right. So now most of these varieties, most of them, well, first of all, most of them are not here. They're not uh, this continent. Uh, I think there are like three varieties that are pretty much grown in North America. Some of these are, some of the varieties are Australia, some are South America. Now, the most common one that we have here is actually not seasonal. It's year round. And that's the Haas avocado. Yeah, but I think sometimes they're easier to find than others because I can tell when I can get one for like three dollars right. <laughs> right versus yeah so um right and they do come when it's when it's not when it's winter here a lot of them do come from south america okay but now the seasonal ones uh seasons for most of the varieties are late summer through mid to late fall of course with the exception of haas all right let's move into berries 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 are awesome because they're so easy to use in a variety of different ways. Mm-hmm. I love them in salads. And of course, we always throw berries in smoothies, some mm-hmm. sort of berries. Uh, let's talk about blackberries. Okay. Well, blackberries. Now, I think all black, uh, um, sorry, all berries are pretty high in antioxidants, right? Yeah. Blackberries contain a very powerful one called anthocyanin. Now, anthocyanin, antho- say that five times fast. <laughs> Anthocyanin has been shown to help reduce the risk of strokes and cancer. So that's always a good thing to kind of have in your uh, healthy food arsenal is just to keep some blackberries. And now frozen, they freeze really well. Yeah. So you can always keep frozen berries on hand. And that way you can throw them into smoothies or, you know, bake with them or, or whatever you want to do with them. You don't want to juice with the frozen ones, but you can no, smoothie. No, that would break your juicer. <laughs> you can make those in a smoothie. Right. Now, something interesting about blackberries, the ancient Greeks called them gout berries because they actually would use them to treat gout symptoms, which is really kind of telling. I mean, that's really goes just goes to show how in tune people before us were with these things that yeah. they actually kn- they knew that you know they may not have the modern medical technology we have but they had that sense of things that would help them which i think is amazing so when are blackberries in season all right season uh in the sat now this is one of the things that it the season the climate you know kind of makes different seasons slightly different seasons so june in the south july in the north now that's right. south and north america uh, of North America. The U.S. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now, what about blueberries? Oh, now those are the highest in antioxidants. And we, we always seem to have blueberries. Mm-hmm. We do buy some frozen, and then we also try to keep a stash of fresh ones in the refrigerator. When we can find organic. And I always, yes, and I always throw at least a handful mm-hmm. in every beverage mm-hmm. uh, smoothie or juice that I make. Right. Oh, we should try making blueberry lemonade. Ooh, that sounds good. It does sound good. I'll try that. Okay, right. so blueberries have been shown to help reduce the risk of age-related diseases like Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And these are available May through late summer. Okay. So we should start to see fresh blueberries soon. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a pretty good long season. That is. So 
So good. All right. Now, other berries, of course, include strawberries, raspberries, and then there are things like um, schnozberries. No. Uh, schnozberries. <laughs> schnozberries. Uh, no. You like, were trying to see if I was paying attention. Uh-huh. She does that all the time to me. Boysenberries and things. <laughs> what did you used to call boysenberries? Oh, we used to call it poisonberry. Poison, like, yeah. Poisonberry. Like to, and I, yeah, uh, it was, I remember when my mom took us to, like, IHOP mm-hmm. and they had the boysenberry syrup and we used to think it was poisonberry so we oh, never wanted it great. so I guess it was kind of good all <laughs> <laughs> right all right uh what about grapes oh we have not had a grape in forever no it's sad and here's why because we haven't been able to find organic grapes and why do you want to buy grapes organic always 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 because the first of all the thin skin mm-hmm. allows for pesticides to really penetrate that fruit and grapes tend to attract a lot of bugs so they get heavily sprayed with pesticides so i always tell people it's better just not to eat them if they're uh, unless they're organic right and we haven't seen i haven't seen organic grapes around here in months so we're like in grape withdrawal yeah when now. we go to the produce section we're like running to the grape the, i know <laughs> grape i check every single time organic organic, organic organic no so yeah. but i i love to put them in juices well, in the meantime, Ellen, I guess I'll just have to get my grapes through my red wine. I guess that's just how I'll have to do it. <laughs> oh, sacrifice. I'll sacrifice. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the season for grapes, grapes tend to ripen uh, towards the end of summer, and they're harf- harvested into the fall. And now they also contain an antioxidant, surprise, surprise, called uh, resveratrol. And resveratrol is something that has been shown to help reduce blood pressure and help prevent blood clots. And both of those then in turn uh, lower your risk of heart disease, which is something good. So and I guess that's why they say a glass of wine, you know, at night will help with your heart. I don't know. Do they say that? Yes, they do. Okay. I do. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, who says that? The doctors or people who like wine? All right. All right, moving right along. Let's talk about something that neither one of us cares for. Mangoes. Mangoes. I just don't like mangoes. I don't either. But, you know, the thing is they are very refreshing from what I hear from people who like them. Yeah. Especially in the summertime. Like, you hear of, like, mango Mm -hmm. tropical drink type thing. Yeah, I wish I liked it. Uh, Yeah, I know. That's one of those things like I really want to like. uh, It's like watermelon. I really want to like watermelon, but I can't stand it. I love watermelon. I know, but I I just can't stand it. So, but mangoes are uh, very healthy for you. They contain vitamin A and they also contain uh, the antioxidant beta carotene and which we mentioned earlier is converted by the body into vitamin a so essentially when you're eating mangoes you are doubling the protection uh against eye problems like macular degeneration and glaucoma so you've got kind of getting a one-two punch of eye protection there with a mango um and then they also contain vitamin c when are these in season all right well mangoes need that tropical heat. I mean, they're a tropical fruit, right? They need that tropical heat to ripen and to become, you know, really sweet and flavorful. So these are best actually in late spring and summer in Florida and Hawaii. Okay, so let's move into cantaloupes. Now, cantaloupes is something that I like, but you don't like. I don't like it. That is a very refreshing fruit, by the way. Well, and it's, again, it's like watermelons. I want to like it. I just don't. I It's I, I'm not a melon person, I think. You Molly do, is. Yeah, Molly, our dog, loves cantaloupe. <laughs> you do have to pick them correctly, though, because if you don't pick them correctly, they can be very 
bland. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And we'll talk about picking those in a second. But first, cantaloupes are high in the antioxidant beta carotene, which may help prevent cataracts. They're also high in vitamin A, folate, and potassium. Now, here's something I never really thought about. But in our research, we found that you really should be washing cantaloupe, even though you don't eat the outside peel. But you really should be um, washing those because bacteria can grow on the outside of the rind. Yeah, I never would have, that didn't even occur to me, but once I read it, it made sense. Um, So before you cut into it, you want to wash it. And it said bacteria, and I thought, well, you know, that doesn't happen on other fruit, right? But if you think about the, the rind of a cantaloupe, it's very wrinkled. And I, it would it makes sense to me that that would kind of give bacteria and, and d- stuff places to hide. Yeah. Right? All right. So let's talk about how to buy these. So you always want to feel the melon mm-hmm. and to ensure that it's heavy for its size. So if it's real light, it might be underripe. So kind of like the peaches, you want mm-hmm. to make sure that it's got some juice to it. And you always want to smell it. So it should smell like a melon. Right. Which... I'm, I'm a cantaloupe sniffer. <laughs> I'm like, I'm one of those people in the store that you see like picking up cantaloupe and shaking it and sniffing it. Putting and... your nose up to it. Yeah. And I don't even like it, but I just, I know that that's what it, you're supposed to do. So I, I would hope it smelled like melon. I would be afraid yeah. if it smelled like anything else. Like steak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what about season? Okay, so cantaloupes are typically available June through August. So we're coming up on cantaloupe season. All right. All right, well, let's move into some vegetables. So the first vegetable we're going to talk about are bell peppers. Okay. Now, that's something I like and Larissa does not like. I I don't. And it's not that I don't like them so much as they just don't agree with me. Okay, well, bell peppers are very high in vitamin C. And believe it or not, they have twice the amount of vitamin C as oranges. And that's something I, I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. You think about, when you think about vitamin C, you typically think about citrus, right? And right. Particularly oranges, but right. bell peppers apparently. Yeah. Uh, they also contain multiple carotenoids, including alpha carotene, beta carotene, and lutein. lutein. Right. And then as well, they contain multiple flavonoids, including one that we've talked about before, quercetin. I like saying that, quercetin. Quercetin. (laughs) So so when you're buying bell peppers, you want to look for ones with um, smooth, shiny skin. Uh, It doesn't matter the color, whether it's green, red, orange, yellow, or... And they even have purple ones. Uh, I've seen a purple one before. Yeah, they're pretty cool, Mm -hmm. right? It's like an eggplant, but it's a bell pepper. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But you want ones that are smooth and shiny and not wrinkly. And then uh, that feel heavy for their size. And that's kind of a general rule of thumb, I yeah, think. Yeah, and those are pretty easy to pick. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever really picked a bad bell pepper. No. As long as they're not like wrinkled and already looking like they're wilted, they're right. you're going to be pretty good off, uh, right. pretty well off. Right. And then bell peppers are available throughout the summer in most areas. All right. So let's talk about chard. Okay. Well, greens in general tend to get bitter when the weather gets too hot. So... Most greens are more of uh, temperate or cool weather crops. So in colder areas, that means late summer through early fall. And in warmer areas, fall through spring. So that means that, you know, you can get fresh greens in the southern areas of our country throughout the winter, which is is kind of nice because a lot of things you don't get. Okay, so yeah, what about uh, chard? Okay, chard is also called Roman kale or strawberry spinach. I didn't know that. No, I did not either. And 
Chard is high in vitamin K, A, and C, magnesium, and potassium. Now, chard is something I do add to juices. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever used it in a smoothie. Wouldn't be opposed to it. I just never thought to do it. I typically use it more in juices. Right. And uh, these contain a flavonoid that has been shown to have blood sugar regulating properties. That's That's a big reason why I like it in juice, because I like to use fruits to sweeten the juice, but you don't want it too sweet because that can obviously spike your blood Mm -hmm. sugar levels. So I like to offset that with things like chard. So that way it kind of neutralizes that. That's really a good point. That's that's a good point to make. And that's one that I hadn't even thought of. Uh, Okay, so what about spinach? Okay, so spinach, and now that's something that's pretty much a staple in our house, right? Mm-hmm. We always have a big amount of spinach we buy a around. Lot of spinach. Yeah, that is high in vitamin K, A, C, manganese, magnesium, folate, and iron. Spinach has also been shown to provide significant protection against occurrences of aggressive prostate cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is really good. I mean, we don't have to worry about prostate cancer ourselves, but we do eat a lot of spinach, and I mean, it's good for other things besides that. Yeah, I'll say that's probably my favorite green to have because it is so easy to put it in different recipes. I like to use it in smoothies, juices, salads, sandwiches, I mean, what else do we put it in? Omelets. Um, I mean, mm -hmm, just so much. And when you put it in a smoothie, I always just throw a handful in there. You cannot even taste it. No. I mean, you you see the color change, but uh, you don't don't taste it. And so, you know, I said this to someone the other day. I was talking to, uh, I think it was on Facebook. To me, spinach is the tofu of vegetables. Because you know how tofu kind of takes on the flavor of whatever you put it in? Um, spinach is like that too. It's the chameleon. It's a chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And so I use spinach as a base for all my juices. Um, I have used chard before, but like I said, you know, you know, I can't use kale. So I make sure that I use a lot of spinach. All right. So let's talk about tomatoes. Tomatoes. All right. Tomatoes. Now everybody hears, you know, when you hear about the health benefits of tomatoes, you hear, what do you hear? Lycopene, right? Right. Okay. Well, lycopene is a carotenoid. It has antioxidant properties linked to bone health, which is something that I wouldn't have thought of. Normally when you think of bone health, you think of what, like calcium and um, magnesium, but you don't think of tomatoes, right? Right. So, but it has been linked to uh, bone health. There are hundreds, I mean, literally hundreds of varieties of tomatoes, right? I mean, you, there are all kinds of hybrids and this and that, and and there are lots of them. But there are four varieties that have been tested and have shown a higher antioxidant capacity. So those four are New Girl, Jet Star, Fantastic, and First Lady. Did you make that up? I did not. You, it sounds like it, right? They sound I like racehorse names or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so if you are at a farmer's market or the store and you see one of those four, um, get that tomato because you're going to get a little antioxidant boost there. You've got people Googling that now. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. She's just making that up. Uh, what all right. about the seasons? Well, growing seasons for tomatoes, very... A lot, depending on regions. So in the uh, in the colder regions, it's a lot shorter. So May through August, but then in southern regions and in coastal or temperate regions, you can get a really long growing season. In fact, we actually have two tomato 
growing seasons. We have one in the spring and then you plant again in the fall. So you'll have two separate, you know, crops of tomatoes, which is good. Yeah. So you have to do a lot of preserving. Okay. So I'm going to do an in flight correction here okay. to us because you put tomatoes in the vegetable section. Oh, <gasps> I did. <laughs> I'm a bad vegetarian. I just wanted you to know that I caught that. Thank you. I'm never going to hear the end of this. You know that. I'll be going to bed tonight and she's like, you know, tomatoes are a fruit, right? <laughs> okay. So they have seeds, right? I don't know why. I just know okay. it's a fruit. All right. Okay. Um, green beans. Okay. I love green beans. Green bean. Now, green beans, this is something I didn't know. These are a lot of things I didn't know. Green beans have numerous flavonoids and carotenoids. And in fact, green beans have the highest amount of antioxidants of any of the um, crops in the pea and bean family. And that's that's. So that's saying something. Jake agrees with that. Jake does agree with that. Jake, you want some green beans? Um, we have a cat circling us. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing back there. <laughs> you don't want to know. I may scream in a second if he jumps on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll try to edit that out. Green beans include quercetin, lutein, beta carotene, and more. Um, and now this is something cool. They're also a good source of the mineral silicon, which I don't even need. I didn't know we needed silicon. I mean, when I think of silicon, I think of like r- spatulas and stuff, right? <laughs> but we need silicon, apparently, to help uh, maintain bone and connective tissue health. And I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so green beans are a good source of silicon. And then uh, season-wise, midsummer into fall in most regions. All right, I'm going to take the next one because you don't like it and I do. I don't. And that is okra. It's slimy. They are if you cook them certain yeah. ways, but right. they're they they are less slimy when you cook them in diff- different ways, right? Yeah. Now I have breaded and um, oven fried them, and I I actually didn't mind it that way. Those are really good, and yeah. these are so good for you. I know. Okra is okay. So it is a great source of protein. For veg, particularly for vegetarians and vegans, and I didn't it, know that. Yeah, it is. They are high in, or I guess it is high in vitamin K, A, C, and B six. It's also a great source of calcium, magnesium, folate, potassium, zinc, and copper. Good grief! How do they get all that in? That I know. Little thing? It's just amazing. <laughs> um, you want to be cautioned though, because a large portion of calories come from sugar. Now, I did not know that uh-huh. from okra. Yes. Um, so um, so I guess if you're diabetic or you yeah know, you just want to watch you just want to watch your intake of that you don't want to chow down on a big bowl of oven fried okra with nothing else right 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 okay okay uh and these are grown typically in the southern regions mm-hmm. uh they again they need the heat to grow so a nice long hot summer in warmer climates is really what they love Right. My grandpa used to love okra. Really good. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our segment of summer fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Let's move into our recipe of the week. All right. So I have a recipe that I've made for us before. And I, I mean, I really like this. I've used I've made it in the winter and I've, you know, I've used canned tomatoes before, but it's always best to use fresh. Uh, so this is a recipe for green beans with tomatoes. 
and they're really, really fresh. You use fresh green beans. Um, they're cooked in a, a skillet, so you, they're not like boiled down to the point where they're mush. You know, you just cook them till they're crisp, tender. Um, add t- fresh tomatoes, and you can add mushrooms if you want. Um, but I'll put that recipe on for this week. Okay. So now let's move into the quote of the week, which is really funny because I didn't really catch that uh, you had put the tomato in the wrong section of our of our. Uh, and I found outline. this quote too. Okay, so here's the quote. It is by <laughs> Miles Kington, and he says, "Knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad." <laughs> so I guess that makes me dumb on both counts. <laughs> Or maybe that makes me wise, but just not smart, because I know not to put it in a fruit salad. That's true. That's absolutely true. (laughs) We'll figure this out. Okay. All right. So I think that brings us to the end of this episode. If you have a moment and you find any value in this podcast, please feel free to go out to iTunes and we would greatly appreciate a five-star rating. That helps other people find us and it helps us stay motivated because we get all pumped up when we hear uh, new ratings. Right. And we, as, as always, we'll read your review on at the beginning of, of an episode. Yeah. And don't forget, we're going to start that new segment where we're reading out uh, some special highlights from our social media platform. So please feel free to go out there as well and leave a comment. Or you can also go out to our show notes and leave us a comment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll read those too. Okay. I think that does it for today. All right. Then we will talk to you next time. Peace out. Bye. Hey, Veg Centers, thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.